Hello there, I'm Miranda Gretton and this is Take a Moment with NCHC, the show where we talk to you and your colleagues about experiences that affect you. Listen on your drive between patients or in your downtime, whenever you get the chance to take a moment. I'm Leanne Thompson, I'm a community nurse, but I'm currently doing my district nurse degree, postgraduate diploma, and I'm based in the community within NN4 at the moment. Hi, my name's Laura. I'm a registered nurse. I currently work in the community within the matron service, but I've been seconded to the University of Suffolk to do the specialist district nursing course in practice. Hi, I'm Rosie Watson. I'm a quality matron in the north. I was seconded out between January 2021 to December 2021 to complete the postgraduate diploma in district nursing. So we've got Laura and Leanne who are doing the course and Rosie who's already done it. So we're here to really talk about the course and what it is and what it can give people. But I have to confess, and I said this to Leanne before we started recording, that I actually thought that district nursing was what we used to call community nursing back in the day. I didn't actually realise that it was a separate qualification. I wonder whether other people are the same and didn't realise. So could you give us a bit of a background or sort of a bit of an understanding of what the course is and what you're learning and, and, and that difference between the two? I think you're not alone in in that thinking. I think the majority of people think that community nurse and a district nurse is an interchangeable term. You often hear even the GPs referring to the district nurses or the district nursing team. But to be a district nurse, you have to have um, an enhanced qualification, which is a postgraduate diploma. So you have to have been working within the community for three years before you can apply to do that. And you can either do it part time or full time. We're lucky enough to be in a situation where we've been seconded by the trust to to do it as a full-time one-year course in which you get to do um, a little bit of research and background in district nursing um, and we do a module which is an assessment module holistic assessment module um, and we do our non-medical prescribing within that as well so we come out at the end of it as a prescriber. So Laura what was your journey to to this what made you want to do this to comment? Well I've worked in the community for about the last six years before that I worked in the acute setting but I think I just wanted to enhance my skills and get a deeper understanding of not only you know district nursing in itself but of community healthcare and and join the dots up with that. I think just to echo what Leanne said as well it's really important because we do the clinical assessment skills and the V300, which is the prescribing module. And what we can do after we've got those is actually practice at an advanced level. So that improves continuity of care for patients. And also when you're working in quite a rural area, you can sort of provide a one-stop shop really, rather than having to go backwards and forwards to GPs and things like that. Interesting. And how are you finding the course? How far in are you? So we are about three quarters of the way through. We finish in March 2023. You know, it's been a steep learning curve, but it has been valuable. And I've learned a lot of really valuable skills and not just in terms of the, you know, the practical and the clinical skills, but in terms of leadership, because I hadn't been in a substantive leadership post beforehand. Um, And it does teach you a lot about leadership and about applying evidence based to practice, which I think, you know, creates more of an advanced application of of skill. Leanne, is it what you were expecting? 
Well, obviously it's um it's at a level seven, so it is academically quite challenging. I think uh, I kind of expected it to be more difficult from a placement level because as a, a pre-reg student, often it's quite difficult to get what you need out of the placement. However, I found it I found that I've been really, really well supported um, within my, my clinical placement areas um, and have been able to do lots of shadowing and yeah, be open to having lots of clinical supervision, really, which has been really good. We've been given a lot of time to um, make our own choices about our areas of learning. So because it's at level seven, it's much more about what we need to learn and what we need to get out of it. So that's that's been a really interesting and different way of doing it to, to when we were pre-reg and everything was much more structured. I've just recently applied for a new job. So I've got a new job for, for when I complete the course. And because of the skills that I've gained during the course, they're actually happy to wait for me to complete it, for me to take on the post. So already I'm, I feel like it's definitely benefited me in my career going forward. Is it still within the trust? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've been given a position within the trust. So, um, and it is um, it's going up abandoned and then being given a bit more responsibility. And that is purely because of the the skills that I've gained from from doing the course. So, yeah, I, I can already see the the benefits of it. Laura, why choose this district nursing course over something else, like an apprenticeship doing something else or some other kind of clinical education route? What was it about the district nursing one that made you want to do it? I think, first of all, you know, it's the most applicable to the role that we're all, you know, where we work at the moment and the setting, the community nursing sort of setting and the community healthcare, but also it's just that consolidation of learning um, where I liked the look of the course and the structure of the course because you get a bit of everything in there with your clinical skills, your prescribing, a bit about research, leadership, um, policies, procedures, you know, at a national level. It encompasses everything and and it actually opens doors to other things it doesn't have to just be confined to district nursing in the future if you don't want it to be of course you you can but if you want to then maybe do for example what Rosie has done and go into quality or you want to go into management or you want to go and practice at an advanced level you know as a prescriber then all these things are possible so it's a good springboard we get that from from university perspective. They tell us all the time, you know, it's not just about completing the course and, and becoming a district nurse. It's about growing the person in the direction that you want to develop within. Rosie, I'm interested to hear from your perspective. So did you do the course with the view to getting a particular role or and, and the role that you're in now? Has that been something that you didn't <clears throat> ever expect to come into? So, yes. So I knew right from the beginning of my career that community was where my passion was and that that's where I wanted to be. So in the role that I'm in now, within the quality team, I'm getting the opportunities to influence the way that practice is being delivered and that care is being delivered and being able to actually make the changes for populations and to be able to support the workforce to deliver the best care. That has been because I'm able to articulate what we need confidently and being able to say that this is what the evidence says and be able to be critical of the evidence as well. Um, and those are all the skills that I've learned from the course. 
so far from your perspective Leanne and Laura what's been your favorite part of the course what have you enjoyed the most I'm much more of a hands-on practical nurse than I am academic um, and I really enjoyed going into a greater depth about the systems of of the body and and how they function and and the things that we should be looking for as a palliative care nurse it's very much about emission avoidance and symptom management so from a assessment point of view we're also looking at a bigger picture of you know your reversible causes and and all things like that so taking it as a much wider outlook so yeah that was that was definitely my my most interesting part one of them is the same as Leanne's you know learning about the body learning about you know top to toe clinical assessment how we can sort of offer differential diagnoses and we can question ourselves and also with enhanced skills get the right outcome for the patient but the other thing that I've really enjoyed is going through the journey with our course mates the the people that we've met on the course I felt that we've been a really close team and a tight-knit team and we've all supported one another we've shown good collaborative teamwork in which is obviously really important in healthcare even though we are doing it via a university course I think we've all worked really well collaboratively and pulled ideas and supported one another and helped one another so that's been really good. Rosie are you still in touch with anyone that you were on the course with like does what Laura's talking about continue when you finish the course? Yeah absolutely we called our district nursing whatsapp group the district nursing family and they are like family we arrange an annual meetup and we absolutely stay in touch. It wouldn't be an over-exaggeration to say that you are literally stripped down to your naked self during the course. And so, you know, the, the, your peers, your student colleagues see you at your lowest point. And when you've got those relationships, they see you at your lowest point, but they pick you back up as well. I absolutely hear what Laura's saying about the collaborative approach. Um, it's Yeah, it's incredible. Leanne, are you finding that? Are you OK? It's funny, isn't it? Like, oh, I bless didn't... Leanne. She's upset. <laughs> oh, Leanne. What was it about what Rosie said that made you upset? I, th- I think it's the, the realisation that other people understand the pressure of it and the importance of it and like the pressure that we put on ourselves and you know to to get through it and to get to where we are and to have them them enhanced skills especially as someone who you know we've all got lives and um and families and dyslexia or (laughs) whatever other challenges we might have and and it's it's not an easy thing to to do and and I mean the, the support that I've had through from the girls throughout this course has really been invaluable to me and and it is I do think it'll be a lifelong connection and uh, and I think that's really lovely to hear from from Rosie's point of view that she you know had had the same from her cohorts you know as well it we haven't just supported each other with the work and the course like you know like what Leanne said we've all got things going on outside of it and the course although it's very valuable in some ways it is a massive massive commitment and you you know it takes up a lot of time so you need to have that level of support there to try and manage and juggle things it's interesting to talk about this actually because I think a lot of people would be put off by doing something that takes a year 
is a huge commitment, is a lot of work, is very tiring, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But actually, what you're talking about here, that a lot of the benefits in terms of your job and your career progression, but actually, personally, just having that support network and just knowing that you've got a group of people who have your back, like that's a huge thing. So for me, when I um, joined the course, I was a diploma nurse. And so I had to submit a portfolio of academic writing to demonstrate that I could could manage with the academic level of going from diploma level up to postgraduate, so level seven. And so for me, there was a lot of personal pressure that I felt that even though I was a diploma nurse, I was still entitled to be able to be on this course and that I had qualities to offer. And the other thing is that in my late 30s, it's okay that I'm going back to uni and that I'm still a student that maybe from my academic ability, it was just a bit delayed (laughs) and that I just took a little while to bloom. And that's okay because, you know, life is long and your career is long and we we need to seek out the opportunities to make it interesting. (laughs) And I've certainly done that. I think just to sort of echo what Rosie said, I was a diploma nurse as well. And when I qualified, you could do a top up, which I sort of started doing, but then they changed it again and they weren't doing the top up at degree level anymore. So I was the same as Rosie, where I went in from having done diploma in like 2011 to 2014, and then not really having done much apart from a couple of modules in between that to then going to study at master's level. You know, my academic capabilities have had to be brushed up on. (laughs) Does it give you that those kind of academic skills? It, It does. And I think as well... You know, I will openly hold my hands up. I'm no means the brightest in the room. But I think if you're organised and you access support and you utilise the study skills, it is achievable. You don't have to be somebody that's a genius to sit there and do it. Don't be put off by it because you can get the help. Absolutely. And the, the university have given, they certainly gave me a lot of support from um, student skills. And I'm still using those skills. If anyone's listening to this and they're thinking that they like the sound of this course, what would be your advice? I would say it's a really, really good opportunity. Um, I would say to go for it as you learn a lot personally and professionally and utilise all the support on offer from your employer and, you know, your university. But one thing I would say, if you are somebody that maybe has got a lot going on in your personal life during that year whether you you're getting married or you you know you started a brand new hobby that you do every night it's probably best to maybe leave it until you've got a little bit more free time to commit rather than juggling lots of plates I mean yeah <laughs> yeah it's definitely that you you know uh, it's it's a juggling act um and we all have stuff going on whether it was planned or not but you were uh, yeah he it's it's juggling lots of things trying to keep them all up in the air throughout the year and and I think that it definitely takes a lot of commitment to be able to get to do that however I wouldn't be in the position that I'm going to be coming out of it if I hadn't have done the course so uh, from that perspective I'm, I'm really really pleased that that I have done it and would obviously recommend it to anyone who wants to develop their career 
So when I started the course, I um, had conversations with all the key people around us and said, look, this is this is what the course is going to be. It is going to be full on. I know it's going to be full on and it's only going to be a year. And so we just need to brace and know that the expectations of a great big family holiday or nice weekends is going to be reduced. But it's only a year and uh, I did it and everybody survived and now we're reaping the benefits from it and I will continue to continue to and I'll continue to be extremely proud of what I achieved in that time. Short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain. Exactly and one thing that I would just say if people are listening out there because I'm sure Leanne and Rosa will both appreciate this organisation, organisation, (laughs) organisation Get yourself a planner, get yourself a diary, put up some bits and bobs in your kitchen or whatever you want to do with it. Make sure you're organised and you're starting things within enough time, because if you leave it and leave it and leave it and let it build up, you'll get yourself in a muddle. So you want to make sure you're doing it in advance. You need to find some coping strategies. You need to find out where is best to get your downtime. And so... Laura and Leanne have just finished their research and our research module was really really challenging for me I did not particularly enjoy it yeah the the cognitive demands for the research was tricky so what I found I was doing was working for two hours and then I would go while swimming even though it was not necessarily working it was giving my brain a rest and we talk about active rest don't we Um, And so it it gave me an opportunity to just be quiet and to let my brain catch up with thinking. It worked. I passed. (laughs) I think um, rest days are hugely underestimated. I think we think that we have to be busy, 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 go, go, go. And you have to do work, work, work to get to, to as that's how you learn. But actually, when you're resting, you're thinking, you're digesting, and you start to look at things differently, have different perspectives. And if you don't have that time, you'll just burn out. I think it's so important to factor those days in. This is such good advice. Myself and Laura rest at different points. So Laura gets it done and then rests, and I rest and then panic and get it done at the end. (laughs) All of us that are on the course, we're all very, you know, we're different people that deal with things differently. It's what suits you and you should do what's going to cause you the least amount of stress, basically. And my way of doing that is planning everything in advance and um, and various other things. But everybody's different. There is a huge amount of support and the benefits for you personally and professionally are huge. And I think that's the takeaway from this conversation, isn't it? Absolutely. I think the other, the other thing is that doing this course with NCHNC support my experience in my opinion was better than the other students that I only had to do light knocks on doors and doors were opening for me senior management were able to support me senior management were giving me opportunities inviting me to join in things to get me those experiences that I needed to for my journey NCHNC have seen the value and hopefully are appreciating the investment Thank you for listening to Take a Moment with NCHC. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please visit the podcast intranet page to leave a comment and for details of our other episodes. You can also follow NCHC on all social media channels.